0: Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett.
1: I am Ryan Warner.
0: And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. If you're listening to this, it's because you want to hear our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies. So, uh, right off the bat, before we get into anything, we did have two people, or very recognizable people in the film industry, pass away. Both John Singleton and Peter Mayhew have passed away since the last time we were um, on air. Uh, Peter Mayhew famously played Chewbacca in the Star Wars franchise, someone that we all kind of dearly grew up with. And John Tim was an amazing filmmaker, director of a great film called Boys in the Hood, and he's directed other projects as well, but that's what he's most known and known for. He was actually the youngest director to be ever nominated for Best Director at the Academy Awards. And um, you know, we just wanted to, you know, inform everyone of the two unfortunate passings and it's a really sad thing and we wanted to just kinda start the show with that and then so we can get happier as we go. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into the box office, shall we, Mr. Warner?
1: Let's do it. I'm going to go ahead and say Endgame took number one. I mean, no surprises.
0: Very good, you know, job. (laughs) Uh,
1: Thank you. I mean, it's not really my job to know, but it's like a hobby of mine to know.
0: (laughs) I'm so confused. Anyway, uh, coming in number one was Avengers Endgame. It took a 58.7% drop, bringing in $147.3 million the second weekend. Oh my God! Jesus Christ, man! Um, Number two was The Intruder. Good, coming in at ten point eight, and has an eight million dollar budget. So good for them. Long Shot came in third with a with a nine point seven million dollars, and Ugly Dolls came in fourth at eight million dollars on a forty five million dollar budget. And uh, coming in still in the top five was Captain Marvel. Good. At four point two million.
1: I'm so happy that movie's still making money.
0: Oh yeah, same dude. But uh, but yeah, Endgame continues to kill it. It officially passed Titanic as the second highest grossing movie of all time, which is crazy. And people are suspecting
1: Avatar. People are suspecting
0: at the end of the week it will either pass Avatar or after the weekend it will pass Avatar or it will be really close because
1: it's anyway. sitting at two point one billion, right? Two point two. Two oh, sh- shit. 4,
0: it's like two point one nine. It's really close. Okay. And uh, yeah, I didn't think it was gonna. I didn't think it was gonna cross avatar. I even said it last week, I think. But it, clearly, it's going to. It's just a matter of when it's gonna happen. So you know, I was wrong about that. But uh, I know on I think, the I think now, the real question kind of becomes: Is it gonna reach three? Who knows? Yeah,
1: Wolf who knows? Wolfgang. Um, on the homepage of Box Office Mojo, are you able to yes. pull that up? Mm-hmm. It has a ten, I guess now like eleven or twelve day comparison between Endgame and. The Force Awakens, because ah, yes, as it. you know, or as we said before, Force Awakens has the highest domestic uh, box office mm-hmm. at nine hundred something million dollars. Yes, it's it. the closest movie to a billion dollars domestically, domestically yes. which is huge. But I know Endgame is breaking those numbers as of like right now, right?
0: Yes and no. Okay. In terms of actual numbers, it it's ten day total was at six twenty one million, and Force Awakens was at five forty. So okay. in the actual numbers it has, however, um, the f- another record that Endgame broke was the biggest money difference in between first and second week because it opened so high. Yeah. It I think like twenty. Um, it, it's it's a number. I'm I'm. It's late and math is hard. But it, it, it's the number one like in terms of not percentage but actual number. Like, like th- number drop off. Yes, but I mean that was going to happen when it opened so high. Yeah, of course. But also it did not break the record for second best for second week of all time. Good God, English was hard. But it didn't break the record for biggest second weekend of all time. Okay, okay. Which is still held by The Force Awakens. Okay. And Force Awakens opened to a hundred million less. Which means that was a really impressive second week that it had. That yeah. It, it barely dropped.
1: Well, it also came out during the holiday season so they had a lot of which time. Which true. Yeah, but, so.
0: but you know, that's just something to look at. Because I... If you're asking me, and I've been wrong on the show all the time, mm-hmm. but if you're asking me, I don't think Endgame beats the domestic Force Awakens number. Okay. I will. Obviously, now, I think it's going to beat Avatar. I didn't last week, but I do now, based off of the numbers we have. Yeah. And will it get to three? I don't know. I don't
1: uh, know. The first movie that hits it, that'll be uh, monumental. I mean, I mean, it'd be cool, but I don't and know. And we talked about this a few weeks ago, but further down on that page is Get Out and Us. Yes. Seeing if us would have legs to beat, Get Out. I can't um, remember the whole conversation, but yeah, I know that yeah. that was like uh, the topic.
0: Yeah. Us is forty-five day totals one seventy-three, and Get Out was one sixty-two. So it's made more, but I also think us opened higher than Get Out. Okay. So, but, I mean, around the same legs and around the same profits, like, you know, yeah. made it to money. That's not bad at all. Money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, good good for Jordan Peele. Curious to see what he does next. Yeah, same. It's but, great, uh, no, I, I saw that on the homepage the other day, and it mm-hmm. reminded me of the topic that we were talking about a few weeks ago. Like I said, I couldn't remember the yeah. context, but I knew that we talked about it to see if us would have the legs yeah. that Get Out did. Um, but, yeah, monster numbers that games just racking in.
0: Yeah, huge. And... It's a huge monumental event in cinematic history, and I uh, look I look forward to seeing the to seeing the more records that it breaks. God, English.
1: Jesus. And you know what? It's it's crazy too that Endgame took the number two spot from Titanic because Titanic held the number one and number two spot for twenty two years. Yeah, twenty two years. That's for insane. a while. For a
0: while, James Cameron had the number one and two spot. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore.
1: You know whenever Endgame takes that number one spot.
0: I can't wait for James Cameron to say some dumb shit. I love James Cameron so much, especially as a filmmaker. He's one of the greatest filmmakers that have ever lived. You could even make the argument that he's possibly the greatest filmmaker of all time. You could. You could make that argument. Easy. But he says some stuff that's just completely outlandish when it comes to, you know, what's popular in cinema now. Yeah. Like, if you remember his comments about Wonder Woman when that was really popular, pretty much. It, it, I'm paraphrasing, but and it's not what he was going for, but what came across as is she's not as good as my female characters. That, I mean, that's really what the yeah. statement came across as. It was just talking about how comparing her to Sarah Connor. and That's because he knows
1: who he it, is, and it, he it, doesn't it give came, a fuck. It came
0: across very whatever. And yeah. then someone asked him, because uh, Aquaman made a billion dollars,
1: Someone was comparing him to James Wan. Because that's what it was. Yeah.
0: And they were like, what did you think? Like, do you think it's an achievement? And he was like, I mean, Aquaman was cool, but it's nothing like a movie I'd make. Because movies I make are all, you know, grounded in realism. And he, like, did this whole, like, fucking uh, just pretentious thing. Yeah. I mean, and then eventually, though, he kind of clarified and just said, no, I thought the film was good. It's just that I'm saying... It's not the film that I would make. Yeah, But just initially, it came across very like, okay, buddy. And then
1: now that James Wan has like two different movie franchises that hit a billion dollars, people were comparing James Wan to him. And James Cameron basically said, well fucking do it with multiple movies not just two different franchises or something like that like he was like yeah yeah
0: he he was like get the two billion yeah two billion
1: that's what it was get the two billion then we'll talk not just one yeah yeah god fucking that's because he knows who he is and he doesn't care like he knows no one no one can touch him no dude no
0: and and honestly uh, until these avatar movies come out the sequels that he's making he can do whatever the fuck he wants
1: you know what? i'll be real honest about avatar i just thought it was okay
0: no i agree but there were a lot of people who thought that it was incredible and part of the reason why I think that film was so successful because it, it like Endgame, they didn't have the history of the MCU, but sure. it, it was an event. Like mm-hmm. people were like, "Yo, you gotta go see." It was groundbreaking for and sure, especially the three D technology. Because three D is something that I hate, but when Avatar two comes out, I'm gonna go in three D just yeah. because how James Cameron utilizes three D is insane. Yeah. So I'm gonna see that. And what um, what's gonna be really curious, you know, in 20 years when we see Avatar two, uh, is, is gonna be when. How pop culturally relevant it still is? Yeah, because that's going to be interesting to see. So it's been I, ten
1: years since that first yeah, movie came yeah. out,
0: and I think the two doesn't come out until twenty twenty one or something like that. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But he's shooting all the sequels at the same time though, so that, that's interesting. Odd. Yeah. But dude, I I, is that
1: why it's taking so long?
0: Yep. And you know, I heard that there's going to be motion capture underwater.
1: He is always trying he to find a new. He always pushes that boundary, yeah.
0: dude. Like he's insane. But I mean, dude, if he pulls it off. Yeah, you know, that that's time will tell. We'll see. But uh moving holy on, shit! Okay.
1: Yeah. A, wow. What? <laughs> no, that fucking blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Motion capture. Yeah. Oh, what the? It's yeah. hard enough to do it fucking yeah. on land. No, no.
0: no. But I remember War for the no, no, no. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was the first movie to do it on location instead of in a set. Okay. And I know I know Infinity War did it on location too for a few scenes, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. It was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Correct me if I'm wrong, and you know all 12 of you listening, but I'm pretty sure it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes that first did it on location. Okay. I could be wrong, though. But uh, moving on to some of the new topics we have lined up. I like Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you like Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, he's great. He is wonderful, isn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he has joined Guillermo del Toro's new movie called Nightmare Alley. This comes to us via... Is that the Ninja movie? I think so. I'm pulling it up now. This comes to us via Variety. Um, you know, Guillermo del Toro famously most recently directed um, The Shape of Water, which won Best Picture, and gave him the Best Director Oscar. Directed such films as Hellboy, Hellboy 2, The Good Ones, Fuck You, and... <laughs> Pan's uh, Labyrinth. And Pan's Labyrinth, yes. That movie's fucking good. Yeah, great, great films. But uh, as I'm pulling this up, um, just what are your thoughts on Guillermo del Toro as a filmmaker? And are you excited to see him collaborate with Leonardo DiCaprio?
1: I Every movie I've seen of Guillermo del Toro's, I love. They're all very different, but have like a monster element to it, which is always fun. Um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, I could say the same thing about him. I love everything he's in. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Uh very excited to see what he does in Tarantino's movie and then uh, Guillermo del Toro's after. But I'm excited to see them collaborate. I'm excited to see what kind of performance Guillermo del Toro pulls out of Leonardo DiCaprio and what kind of role he's going to be playing, whether he's going to be playing like a monster, like a, or a, oh, you have it?
0: I ha- it's not a Ninja movie.
1: Oh, okay. Um, is, Shit, he's working on like three different fucking yeah, yeah. movies uh, right apparently
0: now. Apparently it's a remake of sorts of a film that came out in 1947, but it's it's taking it because it's based on a novel. Okay. Apparently they're just going, f- adapt adapting the novel and not necessarily the old film. Okay. But in the old film, it's about two um, ambitious young psychiatrists who are very corrupt and they try to you know, fleece people with the, with a mentalist act, but then she flips the tables on him, one of the psychiatrists, and, as it quotes in Variety, out-manipulates the manipulator. So if it's going to be some mind shit like that, Prestige. I'm, I'm, oh, God, I'm real stoked. To Guillermo see, del Toro's Prestige, yeah, yeah, that's to what I'm getting. Guillermo del Toro and Leonardo. God, he's,
1: he's going to be a busy man. He's working on the um, stop-motion Pinocchio for Netflix. Yeah. yeah. He's working on this ninja movie and this. God, dude. He's gonna. He's gonna have a fat payday.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good and for him,
1: though. He deserves it. Yeah.
0: And by the way, I, I, I know you, you see the title of this video. I know the topic you want me to talk about. I'm saving it to the end. I was gonna do it first, and I even told him we were gonna do it first. I'm saving it till the end. You just fucking wait. We're gonna move on to our next story, though. Yeah. And, uh, this is coming to us via deadline. Okay. Um, you know how much I love Daddy Affleck. Yeah. I love him with all my heart. I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. So bad.
1: Him and his fucking back tattoo.
0: Oh, dude. I love his back tattoo. Don't talk shit.
1: What a guy.
0: But, uh, he is finally going to get back in the director's chair. He has a few projects lined up. Batman?
1: Too soon?
0: Yes. It's always too soon. Even after the, like, four, four people have played him after him. Yeah. No. But uh, he's getting back in the director's chair. He has a few projects lined up. But this one is called Ghost Army, and uh, it is (laughs) (laughs) and it's based on a true story. It's a um, based on a um, World War II team, a secret force of I'm quoting Deadline: secret force that relied on sleight of hand and illusion to trick Nazis in 1944. The group of soldiers include lumineers, singers, artists who landed in France to conduct a secret mission armed with truckloads of inflatable tanks and a massive collection of sound effects recordings. They created the illusion of troop strength on European battlefields to trick the Germans into deploying forces in the wrong places. This sounds fucking awesome, and Ben Affleck sounds right up his alley because I don't know if you've seen Argo. It's a very similar premise to Argo. Okay. Not like literally, but in terms of like tricking the enemy into thinking one thing and actually yeah. doing this, and uh, this is going to be amazing, I think, and I love Ben Affleck, especially as a director. It also says he's going to star, so I'm going to see his beautiful face as well. Love this guy. Uh, what are your thoughts on this particular story, and are you excited to see Ben Affleck not only in front of the camera, but also jump behind the camera again as well?
1: Uh, I'm a huge lover and fan of history, and I actually know about this like yeah. this event. I don't know specifics, but I know that this was a thing that the allied forces did during world war 2 mm-hmm. um so it's going to be very very awesome to see it on screen and with ben affleck directing it i haven't seen i don't think i've seen any directed movies from him yeah what? so i don't i can't oh speak on God. him we being have some a director to
0: watch. yeah you have argo right i have argo i have, i think i have every movie he's directed oh interesting okay
1: not batman, batman though batman so okay
0: the Batman comments need to stop I'm gonna get sad
1: <laughs> but no I can't speak on his behalf as a director um
0: amazing that's all I'm gonna tell you
1: I'll take your word for it but as a star I think he's a phenomenal actor I think so too I, I it's gonna be a he, lot of fun I don't think he
0: gets enough credit as an actor to be honest no not at all and he's done He, I mean he's been in some shit like especially in live late, by night I haven't seen it <laughs> but, but he directed that so yeah then, yeah but uh um, he's been in some shit, like especially in the early 2000s, wasn't really good for him. Uh, Geely happened.
1: Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, during that phase, yeah,
0: Benefer, which was never a good, a good thing for his Not career. Not at all. But, uh, but uh, he got out of it, and he fucking directed a movie that won Best Picture. And, yeah. One day I'm going to get really upset on the show about him not getting nominated for Best Director because he should have fucking won it regardless, but not that, that day is not today. Because there is a particular topic that I teased on our social media that we're going to get to now. But first, I'm going to let you explain the whole scenario as to what's happening. Okay. And then give your opinion so that they have to wait even longer for mine. Take okay. it
1: away. So... Uh, There's a movie coming out in the fall, right? I believe it's in the fall, yes. Sometime in the fall. I don't think it has a specific release date. It just says It probably
0: does, but I don't think it was in the trailer.
1: Yeah, okay. So in the fall, a movie's coming out called Sonic the Hedgehog. I grew up playing some of the Sonic games. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan, but the games are fun. So naturally, I was kind of, not excited, but like interested to see how a live-action Sonic movie would go. Um the trailer came out last week, week and a half ago. Good talk.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? Uh, so the trailer came out like a week ago, right?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: maybe a few week, you... week and a half ago. Yeah, something like that. Week and a half ago the trailer came out. I watched it. I didn't think the movie looked too good. I thought it's going to be a hot mess. Nothing really stuck out other than, like, the last five seconds of it at, with Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. I think he is going to be the best part of the movie. But, again, it was just the first trailer. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know any specifics. And I thought Sonic didn't look that good. I thought he looked like a teenager dressed up as Sonic who's also a pedophile. That's that's what I thought he looked like. Oof. Yeah. So... I... I mean, yeah, filmmakers have liberties that they can take when making characters. I didn't take to social media. I didn't say anything bad about it, although a lot of people were. A Time. lot of people were saying bad things about it. Yeah. Me, personally, I was just going to be like, all right, I mean, this sucks, but we're going to have to see what they're going to do with it because clearly they have something in mind. Mm-hmm. So the director came out two or three days later to Twitter. I can't remember exactly what he said, but something along the lines of thanks for the criticism and thanks for the support. Um, we're going to go ahead and just redesign the character. And while I think that's a good idea and I'll explain why we have different views, Dalton and I do. I think it's a good idea because I think this is the studio's way of saying, hey, we tried something new, it didn't work, so we want to make this movie as best as we can for the fans, because obviously there's a lot of fans who love this character, who love the game, so we just want to make him more appealing to the fans, which is kind of what I got from it. And I... While, yes, it's going to make it a little more challenging to redesign the character after they already have the design in, we don't exactly know how far along in the editing process they were, so this may be a quick fix. It may not be. We're just going to have to wait and see. Um, where I think they really fucked up, though, in making this movie, is because that they were going to make... A Sonic movie, a character who is ba- who has previous games and looks, what they should have done was a few months ago, before they really started editing, was release a character trailer. Like a black room with a blue line zigzagging, and then he just kind of steps into the light and then reveals the Sonic character that they were going for. If that got bad, and if it got bad um, feedback and negative reviews then they could be like, all right, we just wanted to see how that would look, and then put out the tweet that they did. Like, hey, we'll, we'll redesign him. No harm, no foul. I think that's where they really messed up, was that they didn't release a character trailer or something or a look to say, hey, this is what he's going to look like. We're going to redesign him. I know I kind of went on a, on a little tangent, but I think it's a good idea that they're going to fix him. To make a long story short, I think it's just fan service that they're doing it for. So
0: Cool, my turn. Yes. So, uh, what I think, well, I will level with you a little bit. Okay. Um, I also am not a fan of his design. Mm-hmm. It didn't bug me to my core or anything. Sure. But, like, I saw it and I was like, oh, all, right, all right, you know, when I saw it, I was like, eh, not what I thought, but okay. Because, like you, I played the Sonic games. I'm not a huge Sonic fan by any percent of the imagination, but everyone played Sonic yeah. growing up. Or they played a video game involving Sonic or watched a cartoon, something, right? And, um... However... And by the way, I want to point out... I was... I actually didn't hate the trailer. Does the movie look good? Not really. But it looks fun. The CG and the action sequences look insanely well choreographed from the trailer. I haven't seen the movie. And I love James Marsden. And he's in it. I love him. So I was like, oh shit, this looks like fun. And coming from that perspective... I think having them announce that the director specifically announced that they're going to redesign the character is a horrifically bad idea. The reason I think this is horrible is for a few reasons. One, there's a very famous, I believe it's a Buddy Ryan quote, who's a a famous football coach. And he is attributed with saying, if you're a coach and you listen to the fans, you'll be sitting with them the next season. And I think that that's even applicable to film. I think that by playing your hand and showing like, oh, we got criticized about the internet. Let's be reactionary and just change up what Sonic looks like. To me, it's it's very like, what what are you doing? This is your movie. You had a team of people for months work on something that fit your creative vision as a filmmaker. Design it, you know, composite it throughout an entire special effects movie, a whole feature-length film. And because some people didn't like it, you're just going to undo it. Mm-hmm. A- and to me, it just seemed a little bit weak. And while that's not the main reason I think it was a bad idea, just it just came across from me watching it, like seeing that move. I was like, that, that was kind of a weak thing to do, especially because you know you, you didn't design the character. You had a whole team of people do it, and they you agreed that this is your vision, and you agreed with what he looked like, and you went through this whole thing and now you're going to make them either redo it or they might even get fired and have more people I don't know the scenario. I just thought it was a weak move. But the main reason I think this is really bad and toxic for, you know, internet backlash and just for the film itself, that statement, that whole thing was just the studio telling you that they have no faith in this movie. Because if they were sitting on gold, if what they if they knew that they had a great film on their hands or if they had confidence in their film, The moment that backlash started coming out, they would have released a statement, and it would have said, watch the movie. Wait till you see the movie. Because if the movie comes out and it's fantastic, nobody gives a shit about how Sonic looks. How Sonic looks affects that movie in no way. It doesn't make it worse, it doesn't make it better. The only thing that that look is going to do is appease some people who complained on the internet. And that's only going to be a very small portion of the audience. Half of it's going to be people who have never even seen Sonic before... Who just went to the movies because their kid wanted to go. That's not even going to phase them. And the thing is... It's not like it was so horrifically bad that it was unrecognizable as Sonic. It's not like they said it's Sonic and fucking Pikachu. Like he looked like Pikachu. Like It's it's not like that. And also, we don't know the context for which Sonic looked that way. Um, For all we know... I mean, this is less likely now that they said they're going to change it. But for all we know... He looked like that in our world, but when it got to his world, he looked just like how he's supposed to. Because Jim Carrey looked very different in what's clearly Sonic's world in the trailer. Yeah. And, you know, even if they were going to change it, having them come out and be like, Okay, we listen, you know, we're going to do it. That seems like the the right thing to do now. But all that's going to do is make all the people who complained kind of be like, well, I got the power to change thing in the movie and they're like oh we should change this change this you know what this sucks and this sucks and they're, they're not going to shut up about complaints they're going to have with the film and and it really all just boils down to the studio has no faith in this movie and they literally just let us know by saying oh oh you you, you don't you don't like how it looks oh, we'll fix it we'll fix it right now just for you just for you mm-hmm. it's done please come watch our movie cuz it's shit and we need the money pretty much exactly what that statement did now there are a lot of people out there saying you know the fans are the reason that the property exists, and you know yada yada, yeah, you're not wrong, but th- those aren't the only people going to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's an entire franchise of Sonic things that the fans have that aren't a movie. yeah it's not like this is everything else Sonic's going to get erased because this movie comes out. And yeah, you know, I've been a fan of something, and if something looks like something that it didn't look like before, in my head I'll be like, oh, I don't really like how that looks, but I always wait till the movie comes out. Because usually it has no effect on if the movie's good or bad. You know, and just examples I'll bring up is... Um, do you remember when the Shazam costume leaked? Set mm-hmm. photos of the Shazam costume leaked? And the whole internet went fucking crazy over... The outfit looks stupid. Oh my God, he looks ridiculous in it. Blah, 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 blah. Did they, Warner Brothers, who's very used to be very reactionary, by the way... Did they release a statement saying, Oh my God, thank you for the criticism. We're going to change his outfit. We're going to go and we're going to just digitally or whatever. We're going to change the outfit. Because... It's costing money to change Sonic, by the way, for a movie that if they don't have faith in, why they're adding more money to the budget is crazy. But you know they go and they do that for sh- well, Shazam. And what happens? The director releases a statement saying, "You haven't seen the movie. Maybe if you watch the movie, you won't care, because you don't know the context in which this outfit's being presented." And guess what? The movie came out. It was great, and no one gave a shit about his costume. Because, one, it looked better in the final product. It did. And two, even if it didn't, the movie was good. Who gives a shit about the costume? Mm-hmm. And then another example was Captain Marvel. I remember they when the set photos released of Captain Marvel and she wasn't in the red and blue. And everyone was like, whoa, what the hell? Where's the red and blue outfit? Marvel. Watch the movie. Go see the movie. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. What happens in the movie? She gets the outfit later, and it looks awesome in the context of the film. And also, what this does by doing this is it shows that they also have no faith in the team that they've hired. If they're just going to undo every creative decision that they've made. It's like, why did you hire these people to make this character in the first place? If you not only agreed to what they made, but you're also just going to undo what they made and the hard work that they put in. Because some people on the internet said, I don't like it. It really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Now, was it a smart thing to come out and do something like that? I think yes. But I don't think it was to say you're going to redesign the character. Now, if he had come out and said, Hey, I hear your criticism about the movie. We, we appreciate the honesty from everyone. But just, you know, don't judge it until you've seen the movie. Like, if, if you just did something like that, I think that would have been a much better move. And addressing it, I think, was the good part. Mm-hmm. How they're handling it is what's... Really not biting well for me. Yeah. And also, I think just um, everything with how this film looks, because it doesn't look very great. It, it, there's just all sorts of bad signs of, mm-hmm. like, clearly the studio has no faith in this movie because they're just going to change the redesign of a character because some people complained about it. I know I've said that, like, five times, but I'm really emphasizing that this is them telling you this is just as bad as saying your review embargo is the day before your movie. This is just as bad. And literally, changing how Sonic looks is not going to change any story element in that movie. It's not going to change any plot element, any character arc. It's not going to do any of that. It will literally not make the movie better or worse. It will have zero effect on the movie. Why do it? Fan service. There are right and wrong ways to do fan service, though. Fan service is something that's earned. It's something that you can incorporate into your story with your characters. Avengers Endgame did fan service to a T perfectly without crossing that line of just being pandery. No part of Avengers Endgame felt pandery. This is extremely pandery. And also to the fan service thing, what I'll say is, you know a great way to service the fans? Make a good movie. I think two things. One, it's a live-action Sonic movie. Mm
1: -hmm. No matter how Sonic was going to look, he was going to look rough. Yeah. Whether he looked like he's supposed to, like from the games, mm. or if they were sticking with this. Regardless, it was going to look bad. I also read a report, I can't remember from where, but okay. apparently Sega didn't like the way he looked either, and Sega is the video game company that created yeah. Sonic.
0: And I think they're one of the, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're one of the, like, the main producers of the film as well. I don't Which know how is I'm strange, it, but. because
1: if this is Sega's movie... And they didn't like the way he looked. Why you changed that shit
0: early on? Y-
1: either change it, or clearly they don't have much say in it, or they're not with the filmmakers as they're yeah. making it, which they're just is like not, here make the movie. Which
0: is not how you should make this. No, none at all. And, and and that's why I'm just I'm really against the decision. And you know, and honestly, I feel bad for the director of the film because it's a no win scenario that mm-hmm. he's in. But I, I I don't know. I it just I still feel that they shouldn't have they shouldn't have they shouldn't have done this.
1: I mean, all I'll say is if you have rushed CGI, we get Superman's mustache.
0: Right? And not even that. I thought the CGI in the actual trailer was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Well, and it was funny enough because
1: I, I don't know how any of this works. Like, yeah. CG or mm-hmm. model making. I don't know how any of that works. Same. So, I'm just going to tell you a point that Kyler brought up. Okay. Because he knows probably a little bit more than we do. Yeah, yeah. And this aspect of it. Yeah. Apparently, because we were talking about it, and both Kyler and Anthony are also movie nights, and they've been with us before. Yeah. They both agree that this was a good move. I know. To no, have... I, I,
0: I argue with Kyler for uh, like an hour yeah. at the movies. And by the way, he saw my point at the end, so thanks, Kyler. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: did he switch sides, or is he still on he the... He didn't
0: switch sides, but he said that he wasn't upset with my opinion anymore.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, was, I was never upset with your opinion. Yeah, yeah, I but... know, I know, but you know Kyler yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, we know how Kyler is. We love Kyler. (laughs) We we love him. Um, But, anyways, I I don't know if he told you this, but he was like, it shouldn't be that expensive because literally all they have to do is just shorten the model, change the model a little bit. Yeah, copy copy and and paste. And again, for all we know, what we saw in the trailer is all they have done for Sonic. Maybe that could be all they have. Maybe they're working and editing more of Jim Carrey's scenes. Maybe because it's live action. Maybe this is their way of showing the character, like the character trailer I was talking about. Maybe this is their way of showing it to us. Maybe. Maybe that's all they have done. They didn't even touch the model after that. Maybe. But even if we that's don't the know case, that, we're not working on the movie.
0: If that is the case, it a horrible fucking way to make a movie. Agreed. But but and also uh, you know and, and I'll say it again: if you really wanted to service the fans and please them, make a movie that's good. Don't, yeah. Don't don't worry about how the fucking thing's gonna look, if you, if because like honestly, if if you made the greatest movie of all time, and you and you and you had confidence, like this is a great movie and people are gonna love this, and you release a trailer and then people complain about something small in the trailer, what are you gonna say to them? Watch the movie. Fucking watch the movie. And and if they had confidence in their movie, that's what they would have said. Mm-hmm. And, and and also. I've said that a lot I know but I have to emphasize like how important that is that you have confidence in the film that you're releasing and it's just become very apparent that they don't and, and you know something else that I'll say is let's say this trailer showed Sonic you know going fast and then he stops sees a baby and goes fuck you baby and snaps its neck and keeps running what the fuck and then people online were like I don't think Sonic would go around saying fuck you to babies and then murdering them. And then the director was like, you know what? I don't think that's something the character would have done either. We're going to go in and we're going to remove that scene. That fundamentally changes your movie yes. for the better. Because it literally is both a character and story decision that affects the film. Mm-hmm. If there was something like that, I would completely understand. And even then, that could have been taken out of context for all we know. Yeah. But you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Is that why are you complaining, one, and why are you changing, on their end, why are you changing something that has zero effect on the goodness or badness of the movie?
1: Well, and people are always going to complain. Like you said, people complained about the Shazam suit. People yep. complained about the Captain Marvel suit. People mm-hmm. complained about Heath Ledger being Joker. People complained about
0: Michael Keaton being Batman. Like, like Ben people Affleck will being Batman. The list goes on. The list goes on. The
1: Joker from Suicide Squad, and, so they cut significantly. And can
0: you imagine how differently those things would have turned out had they caved into what people were saying?
1: Yeah. It could have been far different. But, again as a fan of the games, again, not a diehard fan, but I enjoyed the games. Mm -hmm. I think that this is just the company being like, all right, we want to please you as the fans. We'll, we'll do you right. That's kind of how I'm taking it now. I just, I mean, I can see your point. I just don't agree with it. Now, if it were a completely original character, completely original, like movie, Mm -hmm. and they were like, oh, we don't like the design of the character, we don't like it, change it. And then they would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll change it. No, fuck that. It's your original movie, it's your original character, you make it the way you want it to be. Because if that's yeah. the way you wanted it, clearly you had a vision for it. Yeah. But it, because this is, okay,
0: no, like, no, no, no. I
1: just, I, I mean, yeah, if you try to make him based off the cartoon, he's going to look goofy as hell, like I yeah. said, whether he looked like this mm-hmm. or if he looked true to the cartoon he's going to look rough because it's a... Another
0: thing I like to point out to people is Sonic's not real, so he can look like anything. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the example I I always use, I I don't know if it's going to make sense to you, but it makes sense to me, is like, the way the Sonic looks now, Mm. it's like having a Detective Pikachu movie, but it's Raichu. And you just have to be like, and that's the filmmakers being like, nope, it's Pikachu, accept it. It's like, no, it's really not. Guess what,
0: if the movie's good, it doesn't matter. Ah, but and, see, okay, I, I have an unpopular opinion about adapting things to me when you're a filmmaker and it's not a documentary, documentaries are different and you are making something that's based off another property you are under no obligation to adapt that source material accurately, no obligation your job is to make the best movie that you can possibly make And if you think that choice is following the source material closely, then great, make that choice. We've seen that work out well before. We've also seen it work out miserably because they did exactly... They were slave to what they were adapting. Mm -hmm. This filmmaker was under no obligation to make Sonic look the perfect way that the fans want him to look. Sure. Zero. And which makes it all the more strange that they're changing it. And while I see your perspective, I do, of like... Mm -hmm. And, and the way he presented the statement absolutely seems like, hey, they just want to make the fans happy. Yeah. Which I understand. But to me, when I read that statement, while they are trying to make the fans happy, they're trying to make them happy to get into the theater, to not stay in the theater. Yeah. And that's what concerns me.
1: Well, and kind of just like my last thoughts on it is that mm-hmm. my personal viewpoint whether he looked like this and they weren't going to change him or if they were going to change him. I was going to watch the movie regardless. I never went to social media. I never complained. Yeah. The only person I complained to were our group of friends. Yeah. Mainly you whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. But again, like, I just... I was going to see the movie regardless. I don't think it looks all that good. I thought it looked bad. Jim Carrey, I think, it's going to be the best part. I think them changing it is fan service. Maybe not in the best way, but they it, it to me it seems like that they're trying. Yeah. And because no, and, of that and,
0: and, don't get do me wrong, I know I've been like hammering. I completely see your point. Yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, and I'd like to emphasize to everyone watching, I don't think either of us are wrong in this scenario. It's all about how you look at things from different perspectives. Yeah.
1: yeah. And and that's the beauty of filmmaking is that because I'm not there making the movie, you're not there making the movie, exactly. we don't know what's happening, we're just speculating, exactly. we're, we're, we're seeing the source and we're just kind of like interpreting it the way that we feel yeah. that it's being presented. Mm-hmm. So, any last thoughts on it? Any last statements that you want to put out?
0: No, I think I said all I need to say, and I think you did a wonderful job defending your point as well, because yeah. you know, something that we want to do is promote healthy film conversation, so if you disagree with someone, please have a friendly little debate like Ryan and I had. But at the end of the day, I completely see why he has his viewpoints, and I think it's vice versa. So yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. Nobody's wrong.
1: Yeah, no, and and that's that's really the real reason why we enjoy doing the podcast is yes. because it promotes like healthy debate. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't want to attack anyone.
0: Yeah, the film fan community can get very toxic, and we just want to make sure that that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. But no, this is a fun discourse, man. Hopefully yeah. hopefully there's more stuff that we can find in the future that we disagree on. Because yeah. I, I enjoyed debating against you. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's fun. So Absolutely. But uh I think that's just gonna about do it for today. Do you got anything else you want to add? No. Alright. Well Far from Home Trailer. Oh, there was a Spider Man Far from Home Trailer. Almost completely didn't talk about it. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: So a Spider-Man Far From Home trailer dropped today. If you're watching this, obviously it's on Tuesday. So yesterday, Monday, it dropped.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't watch it if you haven't seen Endgame. Yeah. Because five seconds into it, there's a spoiler.
0: Yeah. And by the way, credit where credit's due, Ryan said, I think they're going to have a spoiler warning before the trailer. And I said, that's never going to happen. And it did. Yeah. So got to hand it to him.
1: Yeah. Um, I won't get into specifics yet because still, I'm sure a lot of people haven't been able to see Endgame yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this movie has a lot of action from what it looks like. The trailer does, for sure. A lot of action. Hopefully that translates well to the movie, that there is a lot of action in the movie. Mysterio looks fucking awesome. The yeah. fishbowl looks fantastic. Yeah. I think this opens up avenues for...
0: It's, t- it's hard to be vague. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I This movie opens up avenues to different...
0: Storytelling Story- routes. Yeah. BNC.
1: Yeah. So...
0: I can see why they're using this to end phase three.
1: Most definitely. But, I mean, you had an interesting point earlier about opening up different routes, and what was that? I don't know if you're picking up what I'm throwing down, or if you just want me to say it.
0: Say it, because I'm lost.
1: So, there's a line in this, that someone's, in the trailer, that someone says, which I think opens up different avenues of storytelling. Oh, I remember, yeah. Yeah. But, but, you, but go ahead. And then you were like, well, I, I think... This is Dalton, what Dalton said earlier... Mm that he thinks that they're going to start that route... Storyline. Storyline, and then end it by the end of the movie. That it's not going to carry over into different movies. Yeah. That they're going to resolve whatever issue they have in that movie instead of letting it branch out.
0: Yeah. Just because um, when Captain Marvel came out, I mean, scrolls were a part of it. Everyone was like, if someone in the MC is going to be a scroll, the scrolls are going to be this thing, and it's like... And then
1: whenever they saw the trailer, they were like, Ant-Man, Ant-Man's yeah, a scroll." And
0: then suddenly... Captain Marvel came, and at the end of that movie, the skull problem was solved, and they were sent away. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, it turns out this isn't going to be a huge problem, at least right now in the MCU, maybe later.
1: It's like Quicksand. Whenever you were a child, you thought Quicksand was going to be this huge huh. problem.
0: Yeah, I fucking love that bit on <laughs> oh my god, It's so good. But yeah, but amazing trailer. And uh, my, oh, my one main gripe with Homecoming, a movie that I love, but my only main gripe with it was there was no memorable action set piece to me. Okay. And this movie looks like it's going to have several of them. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that. But it also looks like it maintains that beautiful character and that, um, you know, growing up vibe that Homecoming had. And, you know, I don't want that to get lost for the sake of more action scenes. And it looks like they're going to do both quite well. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very excited that that's going to happen.
1: Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So main takeaway is go see Endgame.
0: Yeah. Go see Endgame and then watch the trailer. The yeah. trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. It looks awesome.
1: Yeah. Most definitely my guy. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, I think that's just going to about do it for today's. We went a little bit long. It's okay. Yeah, um, where can where can they find us on social media, Ryan?
1: You can find us on all different platforms. First one being Facebook, Movie Knights, Movie Nights. Um, that's where we post most of our content, of our I'd updates, say. Yeah. Um, we're also on Twitter at nights underscore or is it movie underscore nights nights underscore nights, nights nights underscore movie Instagram nights underscore movie as well. And then, of course, if you're listening on SoundCloud or any other... iTunes. iTunes, yeah. Sorry, I, don't, I usually don't do this bit. But if you're <laughs> listening on there, we thank you, but encourage to watch us on YouTube as well. Uh, that's where all these videos get posted, to. And subscribe um, to the YouTube
0: channel, youtube.com slash nights. Yeah,
1: what the man said. Do what the man said. <laughs> don't take my word for it. Take his word for it.
0: And, uh, yeah, again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.